Welcome, everybody, to episode 32 of Stupid or Just Irresponsible. Joe, uh, last week, I'm going out of order here, but I kind of teased we might change the name of the podcast. We're, we're going to come back to that here in just a second. But anyways, guys, my name is Justin Shelley. I'm the CEO of this grand enterprise called Master Computing. <laughs> and I'm Joe Milo, uh, CIO. CIO. I mean, it sounds pretty damn impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds that way. <laughs> yeah. So the CEO, I guess. Yeah, man. Um, hey, anyway, so, yeah, we've been calling this stupid or irresponsible for a year now. How long have we been doing this? Yeah. Well, hasn't been now? hasn't been perfect every week, but we've been, yeah, yeah, for more than a year. Yeah. So, and, I, you know, we've talked about it. And as you pointed out, we've kind of gotten away from the original message of uh, the, the marketing campaign that this came from, the stupid... When you get hacked, are they going to call you stupid or just yeah. irresponsible? <laughs> and then, you know, we kind of beat people up a little bit. And, um, I think we both came to the conclusion that is a little alienating. <laughs> it's a little harsh. I mean, listen, we're, we're nice, warm, cuddly, cuddly teddy bears here, you know? <laughs> the last thing we want to do is call people stupid. Uh, we're teddy bears. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> so, but the, the message really that we're trying to convey is is just how to prevent cybercrime. You know, we don't want uh, we, we don't want to get to the point where we're having to use the words, hey, were you just stupid or irresponsible for whatever. But right now, um, the the thing I want to get to is that you cannot, once this thing goes sideways, once somebody gets into your network, some, somebody hacks your data, um, encrypts your files. Right. Like yeah, I mean we can we can recover. We're gonna have a plan, but it's brutal. Like you're you're not coming back a hundred percent. It's kind of like your house catches on fire. Yeah, you can restore. You can have a house again, yeah. but but permanent damage is done, and that's really why we have this podcast. It's why we're constantly pounding this drum of of protection and prevention. And you know the what is it the ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure, whatever, any of these things. And so we're going to move to uh, the subject of, we're going to call it unhacked, but it's kind of a lead into the real phrase is you cannot get unhacked. There's just, there's no way to come back exactly the way you were before. Would you agree with that? I would, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's damage to the reputation. There's, you're probably going to lose clients if you get hacked. You're definitely going to lose money. Like there's, there's yeah. no doubt you're going to lose money and sleep and yeah, stress. And all yeah, it's just, I mean, nobody. I like the analogy of a house fire because it's, it's devastating yeah. and it's complete. And sure, you can rebuild, you can buy new stuff, and you can have a house again. But um, there's permanent damage done. You know, things are lost that you yeah. can't get back. So, really, we want to prevent this. And you know, the other. Uh, thing that I'll talk about a lot is that 97% of the breaches that we deal with were preventable just by following the basics, the standards that are out there. So um, that's what we're going to roll with, Joe. And with that, let's go to our regularly scheduled program of what was the most interesting thing that happened to you this week? Well, uh, football is back among us. Uh, we had a couple, oh. we had a few preseason games already. We got another couple, three tonight. Okay. Uh, the second uh, Cowboys preseason, so that's our regional uh, team there. So super excited about all that. Super, super excited. This shows my ignorance because I was just thinking the other day, I, football's got to be coming around here pretty soon, <laughs> but I didn't know when. Yeah, one preseason game, it was terrible. Uh, uh, of course. Well, the first one. There were some really good ones last night. Uh, good. 
But, you know, there's still early preseason. You know, you may get a couple reps by your starters, and everybody else is just the the guys scrambling to make the team or not. Yeah. But, uh, man, it's so awesome to have football. I miss it so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Are you going to go to live games this year? Oh, 100%. Yeah? Yeah. You know, I've, I've, I've recently come more of a fan of tailgating the game. Oh. I'm not a huge, like, uh, going to a professional uh, any kind of game. I mean, baseball side, uh, there's just too much drama around it and, like, TV timeouts. You don't yeah. get all the stats and stuff. So I prefer, you know, sitting in front of a TV with all the stats and the replay and everything like that. Mm. And I love, but I love that live atmosphere. Right. So they're in the, the perfect storm is going to tailgate a pro game. And I'm, I'm kind of starting to be a fan. I'm going to try and do some tailgating this year. So you actually go to the stadium. Exactly. To the parking lot. Yep. You pay for the parking, but yep. you don't pay for the tickets. Well, exactly. But okay. you, get to, you get the live roar. You get to meet a right. whole lot of new people. Typically, like you set up camp and people that you've never met, but they're all your fan, like Cowboys fans or whatever. Yeah. Well, come by, you know, you meet new people, you know, you share stories, have a good laugh, a couple of cold beverages. Right. It's a blast. I've never actually done it. Really? No. Oh, the other cool thing is uh, when you're ready to go, as long as like you don't have a gigantic setup, you can beat the traffic. That's true. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Best case scenario, somebody else deals with that. (laughs) Right. Get out of Dodge. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You're you're selling me on this. I'm liking it. You know, well, I mean, last year, was it last year? The year before we talked about as a company going to a UNT football game and and tailgating that. And just, I don't remember why it didn't happen. Uh, Was it COVID or was it? uh, I couldn't tell you. I can't remember now because that would have been now COVID hit in February. It wouldn't have been that. Something happened, but we were going to do it as a company and we just never did. Well, that sucks. Maybe we need to fix that. Well, yeah. Well, better time than now. Good news is it's not too late. That's right. <laughs> well, never say never. Well, right. Delta right, variant, right. whatnot. Yeah. Oh, we'll <laughs> <laughs> let's not. Let's not. Yeah. I'm, anyway, I'm trying not to on. swear too much on this yeah, yeah. podcast. <laughs> hey, so what's going on in your world, man? What's the most exciting thing that's happening? I'm blind as a bat. Blind as a bat. Yeah, I think I mentioned last week or the week before that I got the uh, the, the pink eye. Yeah. And uh, it actually did damage to the cornea I, i'm not a oh, no. not an eye doctor but there's there's scarring i don't think it's permanent but it's at least long-term yeah. scarring i wonder if your eyes take longer to heal regardless maybe kind of like your mouth or something like that yeah you cut in your mouth it takes a long time i don't know but i'm i'm sitting here looking at our notes i'm just like well joe i guess this podcast is yours because i can't <laughs> <see shit." laughs> we may say everything twice but that's just because we got double vision yeah there you go <laughs> so, that unfortunately is the most exciting thing i'm dealing with you know right what now. that is super exciting oh yeah that's a thrill <laughs> so, all right well let's roll in with uh Let's see. We talked about a lot of stuff last week. I guess you've got some updates, some uh, developments to that. Yeah, a couple updates. Uh, one being the uh, we talked a while back about Rebel. Uh, that was the big hack, uh, the Kaseya hack. Um, I don't want to go down that whole rabbit hole, but it you know it was a gigantic breach of you know managed service provider and all of their clients, and there were a million dollars, blah blah blah. Uh, they were charging some exorbitant amount for a universal decryptor key. Uh, There's some shady things that weren't really uh, talked about, and then all of a sudden they had the decryptor key. Um, well, anywho, uh, someone ran uh, posted on a hacking forum uh, that security researchers are now believing is probably someone that was uh, with the Rebel uh, ransomware gang. Uh, on, on a hacking forum, gave the universal key. 
Oh, really? Yeah, they uh, they just leaked it. So I don't know why they don't think it's Kaseya, because they also had that universal key. Uh, did Kaseya, th- did they buy the universal key? Well, see, and that's all under wraps. And so okay. here was the deal why they didn't just bust it out on GitHub and say, hey, here here's the key, is because uh, before sharing... Like you could you could go talk to Kasey and say, "Hey, I've been encrypted by the Rebel uh, uh, ransomware attack that just got popped on Kaseya. and they say, "Okay, yeah, we'll give it to you for free, but you need to sign this gigantic non-disclosure agreement, and then they would provide service." Interesting. So it wasn't universally around, so that would kind of lead towards that that they maybe did actually maybe pay for, for the it. key for some you know whatever. Uh, for some clout to say they're the ransomware. No telling. It's all speculation okay. at this point. Okay. But uh, that's also why it wasn't just, you know, universally, like, here's the key, go try it. Well, anyway, they tested it out. Uh, sure enough, it did work, but only with the Kaseya. Only with the Kaseya breach. So not all of Rebel. Oh. Uh, if you've been, you know, hacked right. and encrypted by ransomware, uh, the Rebel ransomware, it wouldn't necessarily work. But if you were by this particular strain, this universal key did work. So All right. Well. Interesting. Yeah, I want the details. Yeah. I hate how secret this stuff is, you know? Like, seriously, it's... Yeah. It's one of those things, yeah. like, you get it. Once you under, once you hear, like, why they kept it secret, it I know. makes sense. Yeah. And doesn't it just, like, man, I just want to know why. Well, it, it there's raw curiosity, but also, you know, in this industry, it's really hard to learn from these mistakes if we don't have the details. Right. You know, and... And you and I, we, we dig pretty deep, and we get a lot of information, and we are able to... That's why I can claim we're, you know, we can prevent 97% of this stuff because yeah. we're constantly studying it. But the more secret they keep these details, the harder it is for us to reverse engineer the attack yeah. and prevent them. Exactly. You know, it's just like that double-edged sword. Yeah. Many update from last week is kind of like what we talked about last week where, um, you know, that uh, the, some researchers found some zero days and they're like, well, we can't really tell you yeah. how it happened, but it's really simple. You know, you need to block this immediately, Microsoft. But, you know, and, you know, honestly, they could tell the layman, here's how you fix it. But once they do, they're giving up the go for everybody, yeah. all the hackers to get in there. And right. Right. Um, so it's kind of. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, place. yep. Well, <laughs> here we are doing the best we can with what we've got. But yep. uh, yeah, mostly successful. Yeah. Right. Uh, another else? quick update on Print Nightmare. And boy, mm. we've been kind of running that into the ground. But yeah. it has been ongoing and ongoing. Uh, <laughs> and just to say, so this thing has been a, there, there's been this vulnerability since the beginning of time, yeah. basically, right? Yeah, since right? they figured out print spooling, how to print in Windows. Yeah, yeah. like decades. I mean, yeah. <laughs> every known existence of Windows. But now they're just, they just caught this as a problem recently. Right. Yeah. But and now we're trying to yeah. figure out how to fix it. Yeah. So, okay, well, let's, let's roll with the update. What do you yeah. got? So CrowdStrike has successfully detected and prevented attempts. Well, real quick, for the guys that don't know, CrowdStrike is? Uh, they're just cybersecurity experts. Okay. Uh, they're researchers. They're out there. Their main job is just looking for hacks, vulnerabilities, how to fix it, bug bounties, that kind of thing. Right. Okay. Uh, so they detected and prevented attempts exploiting uh, the nightmare, which, by the way, Print Nightmare was uh, originally, it was not a zero day. It was a just an exploit. Uh, vulnerability. It's something that some researchers found out, CrowdStrike, I would imagine, just found out, hey, if you do this, this, and this, right. hey, you got full command of everything. And obviously, I mean, like we just said, it's been around forever. Yeah. If it had been being exploited for so long, obviously somebody would have figured that out. Not yeah. necessarily that, hey, this is why, but 
maybe I've been hacked. Now I got to figure out why. And that's where they uncovers. Uh, so it always kind of been just a, a vulnerability. Uh, but CrowdStrike has seen now uh, Cogni malware, uh, ransomware group, uh, Magnabar. Uh, those are the big ones out, and they're mostly in South China, South Asia. They're okay. mostly uh, getting uh, Korea. Uh, but they've seen almost 600 submissions of active ex- exploitation in the last month. Oh, really? And that's like today. Like in the last 30 days Ooh. to today, the, the 12th, uh, that's been going on. Um, so also Vice City Ransomware, that's another big group. Uh, those guys target like U.S. Uh, small and mid-sized schools. And we're not talking like, you know, <laughs> 30 kids at the school. We're talking, yeah. you know, a thousand, you know, four or five. Right. Not the, you know, so. It takes a special kind of asshole to uh, go after <laughs> schools. You know, I mean, like, come, I guess they go after hospitals too, but. Well, and we'll kind of talk about this later in, uh, in some of the headlines. But unfortunately, a lot of this is kids. So who is a kid going to go attack? They're going to attack the school. They're going to pull true. the fire alarm. <laughs> they don't want to go to school tomorrow. Hey, how can I do this? Let's, uh, let's hack every, all the teachers. <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate, I, but that's, I mean. I never had any of those to, thoughts when I was a kid. No? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Throw rocks at uh, windows? Never. Like well, that. I'm just saying I never watched any of the uh, Hollywood shows of people hacking the school and got any wise ideas <laughs> myself, Joe. I wouldn't. I would never do that. Well, you know, it's the same thing as, you know, when you were a kid and you were trying to figure out, you know, how to make a wheel. Uh, the kids these days, they're just on a computer all day. Yeah. Uh, that's just their, you know, that's the new age. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm also being a smart ass. <laughs> yeah, same here. I, I couldn't, I, I don't know. It wasn't as big of a, you, things weren't as connected back. Say I'm old. Yeah. I'm older than you by, yeah. by how many years? I don't, I don't know. know. Probably 50, 100. 100. Yeah. yeah. Asshole. Um, <laughs> but I mean, things weren't as connected. If you wanted to hack something, you had to dial up with a modem, you know, and. Oh, yeah. Did you ever see... I'm way off track now, but did you ever see War Games? Oh, of course. Broderick, Matthew Broderick. Where he puts the... You have to take the phone off the hook and put it on the little... uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Whatever. Yeah. That's... that that, I was maybe a year or two behind that. (laughs) That's the kind of technology I was working with as a kid. All right. Let's get back on track here. Yeah. Uh, So, super scary. Um, Anyway, I wanted to transition. Here's our uh, tip of the week. Uh, this week we're talking about how it's scary what kids can see online. Justin, it's, it is scary. It's scary what any of us can see online. <laughs> <laughs> but these like, damn kids. Some of that stuff's just, something. anyways. <laughs> but, you know, as an adult, as a parent, uh, here's some little known ways you can see if your kid is doing things and visiting sites you don't want them to. Uh, you know, number one, they've deleted their browser history. What are they hiding? Too, yeah, that's like it right there. If you go in the browser history is empty, you know something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although, enter incognito mode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it comes come to find out that uh, I, I want to say, was it a Californian suit? I'm talking out of my ass here, so I might not be totally accurate on this. Uh, but incognito mode or Google got is being sued because incognito mode is actually storing cookies. Uh, oh, yeah, of course it and is. And that's against California law or whatever. Oh. So the idea is they're still using that to target you, and they still have your user oh, yeah. ID based on, and here's the websites you visited. You know, maybe it doesn't store them locally, but oh, no. it, externally. It, it says it in the fine print. When you go into that, whatever, because every browser calls it something different, but right. uh, when you go into that private mode, it'll tell you, hey, this isn't really private, <laughs> but it might trick your parents. Yeah. It doesn't say it in those sure. words, but that's really all it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, so number two, the ads showing up are questionable. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, marketers are retargeting to get you to come back to their websites. 
So if you're seeing ads that make you go, huh, well, that's a sign they've been visiting those sites. Things that make you go, hmm. See, that was a song back in my day. Oh, I yeah. keep dating myself. <laughs> yeah. That is kind of clever. Yeah, if you uh, log in as your, as your kid, you go to a website and you start seeing a bunch of stuff for... Now I've got experiments to run. I'm like, yeah, I, okay, I want to try this out. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of weird ads can I get to show up on my computer? Oh, oh. oh boy. Well, you're hey, Joe, my computer's broke. Hey, uh, never mind. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> the other one, uh, number three, they hide when using the device. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A good rule of thumb is no devices in the bedroom or any room that's not uh, you know, out in an open or shared resource. When I grew up, we had the family, like, you know, I'm dating myself. We had the family computer oh, yeah. in the living room. Right. You know, and so, the, you know, we weren't really getting up to any of that crazy stuff. You know, maybe whatever, mom and dad are out on a date night and whatever. You got the house yourself. Yeah, you got free reign, yeah. Four sisters like I did, but. Yeah. <laughs> maybe get it up to some uh, crazy stuff. It was a lot harder back in the day, but. It I really mean, was. Also, this advice, you know, and I, I know it's it's advice that I was given when I was, when I had young kids, but you know how impractical it is? To not let a kid have their device in their bedroom. Oh, yeah. Like, you've got to stand at their door and collect their phone every time they walk through their door. <laughs> I, yeah. Good luck. I good luck. <laughs> but, you know, maybe this is for, you know, the untrustworthy child. Uh, yeah. The one that's setting fires. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Trust me. Been there. Tabs on them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what we have for the week. Uh, All right. I got a better idea. Never mind. I'm not going to. I'm just, <laughs> I'm going to behave myself today. <laughs> I say things that get myself in trouble sometimes. So, um, all right. So we've done updates to last week's headlines. Yeah. We have done a, an incredible tip on how to keep your kids safe online, which yeah, basically yeah, is yeah. it's hopeless. Take that to the bank. Um, <laughs> don't don't have kids. That's what I started. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. That's the way to protect them. Like you know that's what you're absolutely right. That hundred percent guaranteed. <laughs> um, what, what headlines do we have? What is new in the world today, Joe? Dun, dun, dun. All right. Well, uh, Tuesday, uh, a couple days ago, just over $600 million in crypto assets were stolen from Poly Network. Uh, so somebody cracked a uh, particular you know, cryptocurrency, a system that use, uh, allows users to uh, transfer digital tokens. So this is like the middleman uh, where you can transfer from one blockchain to the other. Okay. Let's say you got some Bitcoin, you want to change it into Ethereum or whatever. Right. This is like the middle broker that transfers those. Well, somebody hacked and uh, stole 600 million crypto assets. Jeez. Oh, hilarious though, right? Uh, speaking back to the kids, it's obviously like just yeah. it's kind of playing with the stuff. The threat actor who hacked them uh, in that cross-chain interoper- uh, interoperability protocol yesterday, or Tuesday, uh, to still over... Uh, 600 million again in cryptocurrency uh sent multiple transactions to the same te- uh to the same address so he's like sending those back to himself it's something crypto guys can do uh and, and he included some uh some text files and he did like a mini ama uh of himself why'd you do it you know blah blah, blah. and basically he's like you know for fun why why hack for fun and he kind of explained you know here's some vulnerabilities you know i was just doing this you know, it's kind of a research kind of thing. He's just a kid playing around. Um, and then he sent multiple transactions back and refunded all the money. He gave it all back? He gave it all back, $600 <laughs> million. In the AMA, he kind of talks about, you know, like, wow, I saw all these things. I was working on some scripts. I was playing around, and what the hell? It worked. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, but I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> well, it, you know, it wasn't even that. So he's like... He, he he thought about that before he actually pulled the trigger on. It. Oh, okay. Like, oh, that, you know, blah blah. blah. But 
I can understand his uh, motivation there to say, well, can I do it? You know, that yeah, kind of yeah. thing that makes us, drives us to, oh, I wonder if I could. And he did, and he did. <laughs> but do you return $600 million or 599 Well, and so here's kind of the thing there is uh, he's trying to get some, like there's one last large transaction that he's got to do, but he's got to have another key from that. Okay, uh, the receiving. I want to say it's for Ethereum. Oh. Uh, yeah, basically the receipt, uh, uh, crypt, the key, encryption key. Okay. To send that back, but he's in the works of like trying to get make that happen. Um. One of the other thing is like uh, I don't want to get too far into like how blockchains work and stuff, but Ethereum has a failsafe of if this kind of thing happens, they can freeze that account, mm. uh, you know, as the transaction happens um, to keep that from happening. And apparently they did do that. Okay. And the guy that tipped off the hacker actually uh, he sent him like forty or sixty k of of Bitcoin or or of some cryptocurrency for that tip. So, really, I don't know if that was you know dipping into the pool, right? What he's trying to, you know, I don't know how that works, but uh, I would imagine that guy didn't just have sixty grand to throw around, yeah, <laughs> willy nilly like that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so just crazy, you know, cryptocurrency stuff, kind of fun, yeah. And my last one's another fun one because I love bashing Apple. <laughs> I hear all the time I want to get a Mac because they are invulnerable. Oh yeah, Duh, oh yeah, not, of course. So Sentinel One, um, an antivirus I trust and love. Uh, they detected another ad load malware variant uh, that Apple's Yara. So the way Apple's works, they got this Yara signature based Xprotect. Uh, that's the name of it. It's their built-in antivirus, kind of like Windows Defender for. Yeah. Um, you know, it's proprietary. It's inside. You know, it's stuff that you can't really play with or look at or how's it work and that kind of stuff. And that's kind of why they say they're as secure because they're not open source. They're very closed and closed mouth lipped about it. Uh, but they just real quick to poke a hole in Apple's own theory, if it were true, don't you think all the cybersecurity experts on the planet would just say, Hey guys, let's just go get an Apple. Then we don't have to worry about any of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it, as soon as you peel off the first layer, it, it all crumbles. I know, but <laughs> it's like, yeah. people will take that to the grave. I, Apple is impenetrable. I'm going to, I don't have to worry about security anymore. And I've got an iPhone and an Apple. Yeah. All right. All right, but the rest of the world didn't pick this up. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else but you knows that this is the way to solve all cybersecurity problems ever. Yeah. Anyways, go on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So at least for 10 months, it's, uh, this vulnerability has been going undetected. Um, variations of the strain have been detected since 2017. Uh, so we're talking it's been going back. Uh, and again, so this is signature base versus... Uh, What's the other? Artificial intelligence, machine learning. Right. Behavior-based is probably yeah, behavior based yeah. is the whatever term. But So signature-based basically says, I found this malware. This is exactly what it is. Search for it and find it. Right. It's basically like... Search Look it up on a spreadsheet. If it's there, it's bad. If it's not there, it's good. Exactly. Versus like machine learning, it's like, oh, it's doing this and doing this within the network. Shut it down. Right. Uh, we can ask questions later. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So anyway, yeah, so it's used a uh, variation strain that have been detected since 2017. It's used to deploy various payloads, mostly their adware and PUAs uh, or PUPs, uh, you know, potentially unwanted apps or uh, right. malware or <coughs> excuse me. stuff that's not really serious problems, but just annoying. Yeah, yeah, you know, you download Adobe and then sideload it as McAfee. Right. Stuff like that. Uh, but this one potentially... Uh, 
specifically what it does, it goes and changes, you know, your default site. Or if you try to Google something, even on Google site, it redirects to their. Oh, I hated that stuff so much. Yeah. Dude, that was what viruses used to be. And that yeah. was it, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I said that, I'm like, oh, I hated it when that was the case. No, give me that back. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's that trade that in for ransomware. <laughs> <laughs> you got ads for fake Viagra. Man, that was <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how we've evolved. Yeah. But anyway, to put that in perspective, Slayer, uh, and that's not a list. That's just how it is. Slayer. Slayer. It's another common macOS uh, uh, malware strain that's been able to bypass XProtect before. Infects Macs and other with other malicious payloads. Again, yes, this is just doing ad load stuff like what we were talking about, but it does have the potential to do any kind, of, you know, basically anything they wanted. Um, it's hit over ten percent of all Apple computers monitored by Kaspersky. Kaspersky, not a small well, company. They're not, but large they're also a very controversial company. Yeah, oh, Kaspersky. Yeah. yeah. Well, controversial because they're Russian. Yeah. You know. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So malware all over the place. Uh, Apple's MacOS all getting hacked. It's around. It's there. And the only reason they were more secure at all is because they're a smaller target. I mean, <laughs> like, really, that's... I don't know. I mean, the, the margin share is getting kind of up there. There's quite a few people. Yeah. There. But as soon as they do, they become a bigger target. People are going to get in. And like, here they are doing Yeah, it. yeah. So, there you go. And that's the news. All right. Well, listen, there's a lot going on, Joe. There's never a dull moment in the world of cybersecurity. <laughs> Say that again. Uh, but like we kind of started off by saying... We can prevent 97% of this stuff with some basic security measures. Once you get hit, you cannot get unhacked, guys. So with that in mind, well, before I jump that gun, Joe, uh, what do we got going on next week? You got a teaser for us? Yeah, next week we're going to talk about never use the same password twice. Jesus, haven't we beat up passwords enough yet? Oh, man. Yeah, we've got a, we might even talk about this next week. There's got to be a fix. You know, this, uh. Old school thinking of a password being the safe safeguard between yeah. data. Got to change. It's kind of like, you know, it used to be you'd have one gigantic key to unlock your door. And right. From manual keys to keyless entry to where we are kind of now. You got smart homes that fully encrypted. Uh, and it all comes with its own challenges. There's changes. Uh, so there's a big talk around the community. Of, you know, how do we fix passwords? And I'll tell you how. The answer is get rid of them. Face recognition. Just look at your phone. It'll unlock for you. (laughs) (laughs) More on that next week. Yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) Now that's a teaser for you. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. And uh, as always, don't don't trust this stuff. Verify it. I know you got a great IT company, a great in-house security team, whatever. Put another set of eyes on it. We do it ourselves. We hire people to come in and look at our stuff. Um, just, you, you can't be too careful. So with that, go to mastercomputing.com slash discovery and book a call. Spend about 10 minutes on the phone. Uh, maybe a web meeting. If you're lucky, you'll get to see my face on camera. Um, <laughs> no screenshots allowed. And, you know, we'll just go through a couple questions and we'll find out if, uh, if you have any glaring problems from there, if it makes sense, we might do a deeper dive. Uh, but a lot of times I can just say, Hey, you're good. You got it covered. You're doing the basic things. Go you. Keep doing that. Um, but if that's not the case, we'll give you some more answers. We'll give you a roadmap to follow to at least jump into that 97% preventable category. 
So that is all I have, Joe. Thank you for uh, reading the notes since I couldn't. Um, <laughs> any final thoughts? Last words? Yeah. I uh, can't get unhacked. Unhacked. Look for it now. All right. How does that work with the subscriptions here? If they're subscribed, are you going to be able to... We're changing the names. Change so. name. Yeah, so that's... I haven't figured that out yet. So more on that next week. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure you'll still be there, but you might want to check for unhacked next week. Yeah. I think I can just go change the name of the show and it'll automatically change... Yeah. On their podcast. We will confirm. <laughs> we'll figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you won't be able to know that if you uh, are subscribed because, but hey, we'll figure it out. Well, you know what? We won't make any dramatic changes until we have answers. How about that? How about that? Okay. <laughs> see, we're smart here, guys. <laughs> All right. Take care, everybody. We'll All see right. you next week. Bye.